the problem as I see it um, is that this events in history um, uh-huh. section has so much text in it, like it needs a lot of space. Yeah. But if we expand the vertical space too much more, mm-hmm. um, then the there's going to be wasted space around the strip, which is, you know, has that very elongated uh, widescreen. No, I agree with uh, you. It's almost panoramic. Uh, Panavision. Yeah. yeah. Today's Garfield will be presented in Panavision. I think Remember enough... Panavision, Chris? I do. Yeah. I think enough... How the West was won. Uh-huh. Yeah. No? Okay, go. Go on. No, keep saying things. I was going to... So to get back on topic, I was going to say I think another problem is that, like, there's an understandable... Imp- there's like there's an understandable desire to bring China into the New START treaty framework. But China's nuclear arsenal right now is so small that they would actually have to build more nuclear weapons to have New START be meaningful at all. And the transparency, like, that's bad for them. They don't mm-hmm. want the transparency because then mm-hmm. everybody knows how few nuclear weapons they are. They'd have to build more nuclear weapons. So, like, it's just... It doesn't make sense to bring China into the framework, is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look. No one here is going to disagree with that. Um, I, Thank I you. Do question the relevance to our current discussion, uh, which is regarding a our podcast spreadsheet. I feel like it was relevant. Flesh that out. <laughs> <laughs> I get the part where you're just where you're just saying that it's relevant. <laughs> yeah, that's well. No, that's my point. I'm, I'm saying that it's relevant. Therefore, uh-huh. I mean, look, John. In the event of a nuclear war, I think we can agree this podcast would be one of the first casualties. Yep. Yep. Well, we're one of the one of the first targets. Yeah. Certainly. No. Look. Look on both on any side. Who's, who's to say whether we would? You know, doesn't we, matter. We got the bunker. We're fairly well protected. It doesn't um, matter. Who's launching the nuclear strike, mm-hmm. John? Being Jim Davis is going to be one of their primary targets. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. <laughs> just you if you're know, launching a nuclear that's strike, just a sensible you're, strategy. Yeah, being you're going to shoot for being Jim Davis. You're going to you first. You're going to take out Muncie, yeah, Indiana. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, to prevent more Garfields being created. Mm-hmm. This is. I guess I'm assuming that you're launching a nuclear war against Garfield. Mm-hmm. First, you're going to take out Muncie, Indiana, wipe out Paws Incorporated command and control structure. Then you're going to go for being Jim Davis. Chris, I have a correction I'd like to make. Go on. Earlier in this podcast uh, Uh that we've been recording for, I don't know, presumably like 30 hours at this point. Uh, um, Three years and and change. I I, No, I meant today's episode. Okay, okay. I referred to to Panavision. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in filmmaking, I was actually thinking of Cinerama, which is the uh, the super widescreen format where you get the three different projectors. Okay, well, if, as long as we're issuing co- corrections and retractions, John. Number one, uh, we only do corrections on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. so that's a correction there. Um, number two, gonna I was to, just you're gonna have to wait to do that correction. <laughs> yeah. I was just pretending to know what Panavision was so that you would stop talking about it. I thought that would be the fastest way to make you stop talking about it. Turns out I was wrong. And <laughs> so I'm correcting out, the I record mean, here. You totally wrong. Like, 
it, I don't know. It I, seems like we're still short, talking about it. In the short term, it was very effective. Short-termism is a blight on our society, John. We have to look... Well, it seems that way now, but uh, I'm not sure how it'll be in a few weeks from now. Uh, oh, no, oh, Cinerama is fun. cool, Chris. It's uh, You get three different projectors, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like they yep. thought this was going to be like a huge thing. Who, uh, and, who's and so who's they? I'm the tired people of people cons- that, that came up with Cinerama. Tired of these conspiracy theories where there's just some, you know, it, it's some like, shadowy it's like they. Really, no, it's it's a really really impressive technologically because you got to synchronize uh-huh. the three, uh, three projectors. You got to okay. It's like it, it, it's it's like really noticeable when you're watching mm-hmm. one yep. of these movies. They, it ended up like not being widely adopted. So like, what I'm what I'm hearing is that. The screen is like noticeably divided. Like there's a divide, uh-huh. a harsh divided dividing line between what the I'm, thirds. What I'm hearing is that cinema, Cinerama is basically the equivalent of that Flaming Lips album where you have to play all four CDs at once. Um. Yeah, I think that I think it was the inspiration. Okay. For it. All right. Well, we're we're in agreement then that that was an excellent idea, and there should be more of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. It seems I guess like we're do- actually, I guess we're done talking about Cinerama. You know, honestly, when you think about it, John, the problem with that Flaming Lips album at the time is haven't, nobody. I haven't heard that Flaming Lips album. Neither have I. Okay. Nobody's got four CD Nor players. Nor any any Flaming Lips album. I feel like I've heard a Flaming Lips song, but I could not recall the name of it. Hmm. Um. Nobody back in the 1990s, which is when I'm assuming this four-CD album was released. Uh Nobody had four-CD players back then. Who's got four-CD players? You release an album like that now, John, a lot of people probably have four devices they can stream on in their homes. I think I I I do own four-CD players. Oh, sure, you do. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're counting the ones on the computer. I think the I one. would count them as long as you can play them on a speaker. Yeah, then I well, I'd have to. You'd have to hook up a speaker. I well, because one of them is my car. Obviously, uh-huh. you'd have to crash your car into your living room. I'd I'd need I need a big extension cord or a, you know a converter or something. I feel so I like could, uh, I feel like have the computer in the car. My plan was simpler, but okay. I mean, I feel like you said a thing and then I said a thing. What's the problem? <laughs> it seems like we're recording a podcast. Jim Davis is my name. No, it was definitely, uh, it was called She Don't Use Jelly. The yeah, thing it she was, lead, it is, it is Zyrica. I was correct about that. The things she used, John. Wow, that album came out in 1997. I thought it was, uh, thought it was newer than that. The things she used, John, in order were Vaseline, magazines, and tangerines. In order of what? What, what are you in talking In the song. About? In the song, She Don't Use Jelly. The only Flaming Lips song I've heard. Okay. I thought it was called Tangerine. It's not. It's called She Don't Use Jelly. And you thought this would make a good bit, huh? No, no. I was just correcting the record. John, podcasts are the first draft of history. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's make some history. How about now? Now you're now. Okay, gonna have to edit that out. Or maybe I won't. Strongly disagree. Uh, I think I clipped a little bit there. I think technically this is my week to edit, but I would be happy for you to edit because it's a very busy weekend for me. Oh, yeah. No, I just, the concept of removing something uh, occurred to me and I just assumed, mm-hmm. oh, that means that I'm doing it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's how, John, that's how I feel about, about appendectomies. Yeah. When I hear about an appendectomy, I assume that I'm the one who performed it. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm okay. Am I loud? I'm loud enough. Feel like I'd like my levels to be higher. It's not getting into the red. Okay, go on. Sorry. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. You are about to enter another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of Garfield. A journey into a wondrous land of imagination. Next stop, Muncie, Indiana. My name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Christopher. Jonathan. It's Monday, June 29th. I basically just kind of like stretch out your name like for as long as it takes me to, to find the place in the script that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be at. Yeah. Because, no, look. Because because I get distracted in the middle of the first part of the intro. Uh-huh. No, that's fair. And I look, like start start doing other stuff, and then I'm like, for, oh shit, I'm still doing the intro. For anyway. listeners, for listeners who have not hosted this podcast yet, number one, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to want to go to www.beingjimdavis.com and click the host our podcast button. But number two, if you haven't hosted the show yet, you're missing out. Uh, one of the things you're missing out on is a very confusing podcast script spreadsheet. Now, it confuses our guest hosts quite regularly. You might at this point be saying, you guys have been doing this show for eleven hundred over 1,100 episodes. Shouldn't you know how to do it by now? My answer to you is no. We have not anywhere close to our 10,000 hours. If you think about it, like in a standard episode of this show is like, you know, 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah. We, standard. Like, so I... A bog standard Jim Davis, yeah, being Jim yeah. Davis episode. So my rough projection is that we will hit our 10,000 hours, like the point where you become good at a thing, mm-hmm. sometime around episode 30,000. Is, uh, is that a thing? Is that like when you become good at a thing? It's what Malcolm Gladwell says, and he's oh, a okay. famous writer. Yeah, he's one of the famouses. Yeah, he's given TED Talks, John. Okay. Um, they, yeah, don't let anybody... just any, they don't let just anyone give a TED Talk. TEDx, sure. Fucking anybody can give a TEDx talk. <laughs> I love it when we throw shade at TEDx. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's, it feels like it's almost, it's almost too easy. TEDx is such a... Oh, I hate TEDx so much. Okay. TEDx has brought shame upon the entire TED enterprise. I'm honestly, I'm 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 pretty into TEDx. I don't um, I don't care one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
John, anyway, you, it's Monday, if, June okay. 29th, 1981, and today we're reading the 1107th ever Garfield strip, which contains events. What are they, Chris? John, how right you are. The events of today's strip, in today's Garfield, Garfield is relatable. Hashtag relatable Garfield. Ooh, new hashtag. <laughs> this one, Look, John, I don't want to jump the gun here, but I think this new hashtag... Hashtag relatable Garfield. I think yeah. this one could go as far or further. I think this could surpass. You think it's going to surpass hashtag sports? I think this could surpass <laughs> some of our blockbuster hashtags of the past, including, yes, hashtag sports, hashtag Russian Garfield, possibly even the famous Barefriend Tea Party hashtag, hashtag Mobius Strip of Vomit. Mm. Which which I think is well known yeah. as the internet's most successful hashtag. Yeah, well, you know, it's already uh, it's already uh, you know ping ponged across the uh, being mm-hmm. Jim Davos uh, ecosphere, and it's it, trending it, it's, it's on broken Twitter, the, the the bounds of our local universe, uh, and it's just yep. like it's just taking the world by storm. I'm going to warn listeners now: do not venture into the Being Jim Davis subreddit, you will drown in hashtag relatable Garfields. It's all that's there. And and it will be very relatable because that's happening to a lot of people <laughs> these days. Yeah, hashtag relatable yeah. Garfield. Mm, okay. All right. So uh, we got a, we got a, we got a, a, a three paneler today. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, yep. Um, all three panels feature Garfield mm-hmm. At a windowsill. What kind of Garfield would you say is featured in all three panels, John? Well, it's it's you know it's he's orange, he's a cat. Uh-huh. Uh, these are all not, true. These these president. things are all it's not President Garfield. These are all true about all of us, and yeah. that makes it relatable. Yeah, I, I I sometimes lean against surfaces. We're I'm sometimes I'm an orange cat. Yep. Yeah, it's relatable. Yeah. So he's leaning against the windowsill. We're viewing him from outside. We're viewing, yeah, the, the implication is that we are outside. We can kind of tell this from context clues mm-hmm. as well. Uh, the foremost of those being, of course, the shape of the beveling around the windowsill. It's very I, clear that this is the exterior of the I Arbuckle think, homestead. I think the clear implication, John, is that not only are we outside, but we are some kind of hobo mm-hmm. out in the rain looking at Garfield who's leaning yeah, up on a window silhouette cell. of our bindle there yeah uh, we're the, so we're so very subtle yeah we're so oh, and hungry it's also john. raining that's the other yeah yep. yeah we're out we're a hobo out in the rain we're so hungry john we're so Unless dazed. it's raining inside john arbuckle's uh, living room might be both which it we're could s- be like we're so we've seen weirder things yeah we're so dazed by hunger john that in our imagination, we're mistaking Garfield for an apple pie cooling on that window. So oh, watch out, Garfield, yeah. that we don't eat you. He does look pretty tasty. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, Hashtag tasty Garfield. <laughs> Hashtag, yeah. Um, yeah, so Garfield, he's like leaning uh, with uh, his elbow holding up his uh, his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three panels, really exactly the same uh, posture and expression. Yeah, sort of boredom mixed with contempt. I would say he gets slightly more contemptuous from panels one to two to three, but it's very subtle. I'll, I'll go with you on that. Thank you. Let's let's let us go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Thinkalog, 
yeah uh, from garfield uh reads like this i'm just gonna read i'm just gonna read straight through i like that actually no let's do this i'll read it straight through you say panel one, panel two, panel three. Or that? or I could I could make some, some raindrop sound effects. Oh okay, I like that better. Let's Okay, okay, you yeah. you start. Go ahead. Oh no 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 you the rain should start first. Okay, okay. Because it's raining <clears throat> it's raining the whole time. Pitter pitter patter. Pitter Hey, I'm the rain. Hey, I'm <laughs> raining here. You just you can't <laughs> not do that. <laughs> Hey, I'm raining here. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> I'm raining. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll put in some some rain sound effects. It's in possible. Post. Okay, okay. Panel one. I hate rain. Panel two. I'm so depressed. Panel three. Happiness is only a fair weather friend. Hmm. Sounds like Garfield is suffering from seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. Also known as sad. depression. No, it spells out sad. Yeah, that I mean that too. Sad, Chris. Yeah. Sads. He's, he's, he's sad. got the sads, yeah. He's got this yeah, he's he's sadding it up. Um he's back in the saddle again, as it were. Mm. Oh, um, very nice. And then I think we just cut back into Monday's episode. People will not notice the edit at all. They won't realize that we just... It's good that we've been talking this whole time. Yeah, Um, we haven't been recording a bonus episode uh, for our Patreon about the Spice Girls. I mean, mean, Apophysis, Chris. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, no, no. look, Look, I'm a big fan of Apophysis, John. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, um, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna claim that you are. I'm not no, gonna say that. No, I'm we're not gonna, not gonna talk about I'm it here. Gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna make that assertion. No. Uh, but uh, you know, Garfield might. Um, yeah. I do like the rhythm of this one. Like, I I, okay. I think it's got a nice rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you know, short statement, short statement, slightly longer statement. It's like it's very uh, poetic. Yeah, and it's fine. I like that it's just the same image, more or less, in all three panels. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I like the art. I guess I'll go with you that I like the rhythm reasonably well. Mm-hmm. I don't quite go for the punchline. It doesn't mm-hmm. do anything for me. But it doesn't make me angry. It's a bit clumsy. Um, I don't, it, like, it feels like it's reaching for something it's not quite mm-hmm. able to reach. Like, I kind of, I, I think there are other funnier things Garfield could be thinking mm-hmm. in panel three. Like, for example... Or nothing. <laughs> I. How about? I wish I had never been born. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or just like nobody loves me. Mm-hmm. What has my life become? These are all I, funny punchlines. Yeah. I, I. Yeah. There's something. Something that like d- feels unsatisfying about the way he's personifying happiness mm. in that thought i'm not i can't quite put my finger on it i think my i think my top punchline for panel three would be what have i done with my life or how about what what have i become <laughs> <laughs> that's the best one <laughs> what have i become yeah <laughs> listeners if you would like to recreate today's garfield we just have garfield saying what have i become in panel three i think that wouldn't be too hard yeah, or I don't know, something. I mean, the first two, like, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I'm so depressed. There's a lot of comedic uh, uh, ground that could be 
you know you know what i would also like to see actually as long as we're asking for uh um as you know we're still suggesting we're asking improvements to rewrite yeah as long as we're asking for jim davis to recreate this i think the panels which we are let's be clear i think the panels should get successively darker oh (laughs) how about smaller Oh, so, oh! What if what if the camera is zooming out, <laughs> so that like by panel oh. three, Garfield is as you say, sm- like seems even smaller, and you just it's mostly like the howling wasteland of <laughs> rainy. Okay. Wait, okay. rainy Only summer like, month Muncie. I like that idea. I like that idea. This is Let's June twenty. John, John, today is June. I don't, I don't care. It rains in the summer, Chris. Like. What if uh, you had, what if this was a Sunday, right? Okay, I'm Those with you. Those are the first three panels. We'd, we would be almost done recording this week's Garfields. <laughs> we would be almost done discussing the prelusionary panels. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and in the second half, it keeps zooming out, right? Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. but like on a cosmic scale. So you mm. see like, you know, just the earth with like an arrow pointing to where Garfield is. And then like, uh-huh our local solar system and mm-hmm. then like you see like the whole galaxy uh-huh. and it's just like i mean it's like look how meaningless all of this is you know mm. there are no bad ideas can, in brainstorming i can tell you don't like that there are no bad ideas in brainstorming we're not brainstorming <laughs> there are shit ideas <laughs> i think it's a bad idea well no i like, i don't think it's not what i would choose to do with this garfield but it's mm-hmm. what you would choose to do and i respect that I feel like uh, by going too big, by going cosmic, um, mm-hmm. like there's a kind of a cosmic horror there, mm-hmm. and and our own in- insignificance. But I do like I like not losing the day to day pedestrian everyday life depression mm-hmm. of the of this strip. Like I actually do like that. I just mm-hmm. I wish that it got a little bit darker from panels one to two to three. I like it zooming out a little bit, and I like Garfield not trying to make a joke in panel three. I like him just saying, "What was your line was perfect? It was, what have I become? Uh, what, what have I become? Yeah, I like that a lot. And then I think that's a perfect Garfield. All right, so pretty good, pretty good. It's a strong start. It's not a bad start. Week, it's not I a bad think. start. It's not yeah, a great yeah. start, but it's a, it's a yeah. reasonable start to the week. I do wish, I do feel like this is such an autumnal strip. It's interesting for Jim Davis to put it in June. Okay. Now, now, listeners, if you're listening to Monday's episode, you won't know necessarily that our Patreon bonus episode for this week or next week or sometime was being the Spice Girls. But we're going to hear which Spice Girls. No, at least release. You got to put them out on the same day, I think, if you're going to do that. It's hard to know. Uh, I did that last week with whatever we did last week. According to according to the is this the brainfall quiz, Christine? According to the brainfall quiz, my wife is scary spice. So exactly the same as you and I, John. Huh? Uh, Brainfall is really pushing scary. Yeah, it's really really pushing scary. Okay. Um, Do you want to end today's show? Oh, uh, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, hosted by master's degree graduates of the Conan O'Brien School for Self-Deprecating Comedy. You can support the show oh, by leaving a I wish, I wish we were master's graduates, John. We dropped out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Apple Podcasts, website, the show, being... What's it called? Jim Davis. Being Jim Davis.com, yep. Um, it's... 
subpar. <laughs> you can follow the show on Twitter at being Jim Davis. Am I a drifting and endless sea of doubt where I can't even trust my senses? Slave to the drowning weight of solipsism, baby. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Because I'm being Jim Davis and I'm here to say that being Jim Davis is a This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.